arrive from our respective apartments, it's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clayam Narber and Chris Darkham Goodman. Hello and welcome to this edition of Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. We are so glad to have you here. Katie, it is wonderful to see your face. This is an exciting episode for the two of us for no reason other than the fact that in the time between our last recording and this one, we have launched a podcast and taken a very long break. (laughs) But you don't know that. It's only been a week. It's only been a week. (laughs) It feels so exciting. It feels like we actually kind of know what we're doing. And we want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening along. Um, mom, dad, it means so much. (laughs) (laughs) You, you might think that we, you'd expect to hear this kind of thing in episode two or three saying like, oh, thank you so much for the feedback. Here we are on episode what, like 17 saying (laughs) thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. We love you. In, in realm of feedback things, I think we should finally explain, because I have gotten this question so many times, Katie, what does the title of our podcast mean? So, for those who might not know, in season 17 or 19? How dare you? It is 18. Oh my gosh, the one I skipped. <laughs> in season 18... The star of the show, Max Shermakovsky, finally wins a Mirrorball trophy. Spoiler alert for future seasons we're recapping, Max may not win until then. Whoops. And he hoists the trophy over his head. You know, he's he's emotional and, and Tom looks at him and Tom's like, you know, Max, how are you feeling? And Max re- responds, it's just plastic but it means so much. And I cannot tell you how often Chris and I have said those words back and forth to each other. It really is our mantra of our Dancing with the Stars fandom. Well, just our friendship. Like, I just feel like that really is. If people were to ask me, what's your relationship like with Chris? I would respond, it's just plastic, (laughs) but it means so much. (laughs) In the words of Meryl Davis, the good, the great, the Meryl, it's all you, Katie. It's all you. (laughs) So yes, that is a little um, behind the scenes into our many, 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 many inside jokes that make no sense to anyone other than the two of us. (laughs) So if you've been wondering for 23 episodes what the title of our podcast meant, now you're getting it very timely. In the meantime, we're still in the middle of season two, so... Chris, our intro has dragged on almost as long as episode sixes did. It was (laughs) a 10-minute jump, and I was like, come on, guys, can we get into this? But... But it's okay, because this episode... I'm. Sure, we won't go 90 minutes, right? Right? We will. (laughs) It did give us in the intro of episode six. And I'm so disappointed that you did not get to see this. A Max, an Edita, Rumba, to my heart. Okay, hey, can I say something? Yeah. 
I was very confused. I thought you were talking about episode six of our own podcast. Oh, no. Episode six of season two of what we're supposed to be retrospectiving. Oh, I thought we were retrospecting our own podcast. Welcome to an episode of Just Meaningful, Just Meaningful Plastic. Yes. A brand new podcast where we talk about the history of, of our Just Meaningful Plastic. Okay, so it's the middle of season two. It's episode six. There was a long intro. I definitely know all these things. Yes, yes. But it gave us a Max and Edit a Rumba to My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. Mm. Mm. How sensual, how majestic, how exotic, some might if that's, say. If that's not all of our dreams coming true, wrapped up in a bow... I don't know what is. Have I dreamt of anything other than that rumba for the past four nights? No, I haven't. Okay, you just keep dreaming. You dream, and your mind goes off into the ocean. Once again, everything comes back to Titanic. <laughs> it's like it's we us. have. It's like we have a thing. <laughs> Well, should we do it? Should we talk about the dances and the people and do what we're meant to do, I guess? Yeah, I, I think we have spent enough time on an intro. <laughs> so George and Edita are who we are going to be talking about first. Um, mm -hmm. They danced a rumba, <laughs> as luck would have it. And for those of you who have been following along on our journey... Edita did talk to us about the bracelet that she wore during this dance, and it was mm -hmm. all I could look at. Yeah, Tom, like, lightly mentions it at the mm -hmm. end uh, before they go backstage to talk to Samantha. Um, and he talks about them looking like a million bucks. But truly, as Edita said, she was worth millions of dollars in that moment. <laughs> was it worth it? <laughs> it doesn't feel like it knowing <laughs> what happens at the end of the episode well it also like sure it looked like more jewelry than often they've worn during dances mm -hmm. but it didn't look more expensive than the jewelry they're often put in no but i can understand why you know how if that's how George can get into character, I can understand why you do it. So like, yeah. you know, should you do it for any Joe Schmo? No, but for George Hamilton to get into the dance, it's worth it, you know? Sure. But as a viewer, it didn't necessarily add anything. No, it added nothing. Other than feeling like we were in on a secret that nobody really knew. Which I love. So I would like everything to be secrets between me, you, and Edita from here on out. <laughs> um, during the package, before we saw the rumba itself, Alec came in. We have a lot of spouses this week. Yes, uh, we do. And Alec dancing with Edita, there were just small little moments of watching them dance together. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Oh my god, like... I get it now. I understand why she married the Iceman. Just the way they stood and the way they posed. 
they looked so good together. I was in love with it. And I liked watching George try to emulate him from yes. like, he's standing behind and he's like trying to do the same poses. Mm -hmm. It just, it looked very funny to me. Mm -hmm. And I did love that Edita was like whispering something into George's ear at one point, And he just <laughs> turned to Alec and said, she was giving me her number. She said to call her later. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I loved it. Yes. I adore George and Edita's partnership. I am. I love George, and that's why this is our eulogy for George. This mm -hmm. this segment is our farewell to George Hamilton. But mm -hmm. what a segment! Um, their rumba to perhaps, perhaps, perhaps scored a twenty three. It got an eight, a seven, and an eight, and it was worthy of the score that it got. It yeah. He, I wrote down. He is. He is elegance. He is grace. He is Miss United States. Like, he just, it, it was signature George. And like, Len says there was not enough content. And you can't argue with that. There wasn't enough content. But he just, it's the same thing we've said week after week. He's suave. And he's, he's just fun to watch. Mm -hmm. For me, the execution was not there. The the routine as choreographed by Edita was great. I loved the routine. I loved the concept. I loved what they did. It was smooth. It was smoky. Mm -hmm. But George seemed offbeat at times. Yes. There was this whole section in the middle where I was like, I think he is, I don't know where he is in the music, but he's mm -hmm. not here. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, I will miss what George brings to the ballroom in terms of his character because yeah. it is really suave it just is so like old school gentlemanly but again with that touch of cheek yes but this was a good time for him to go out i'm happy that mm -hmm. he made it as far as he did i wouldn't have wanted to i mean i could maybe lose someone over him oh Oh, I can't wait to see where this is going. Do I want to know who you might lose yet? Or are you going to save that? Are we going to tease it? I'm not going to name any names. Okay. If you name a different name than I'm thinking, there may be a murder happening by the end of this podcast. <laughs> I will know. Um... I am recording this very on edge because I'm terrified that Chris and I might get into a very real fight today. Yeah. Off pod, we were not really sharing our opinions, but both of us seemed very concerned that the other is going to have strong opinions that don't agree with ourselves. Chris titled the Zoom link <laughs> an, <laughs> an invitation to a fight. So if that that's just, you know, if we seem extra kind to one another, it's because we're buttering each other up. So <laughs> no, it was it was fine to lose George. I, I would like to say originally I typed in an invitation to a rumble, but I felt that that <laughs> <laughs> that implies something even a little different. That would have brought in West Side Story and we do not have the time for that. <laughs> I mean, I could talk about that for days. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I I agree. I think it is time to lose George Hamilton mm -hmm. because it would have seemed 
strange, perhaps, to have him in the semifinals so close to the finals. Mm -hmm. But what a journey he has been on. He hasn't not improved. But it feels like he's been at such a consistent level of George that has been such a fun thing to watch. I want you to, like, wrap up what you just said and think about it for somebody later. Oh, boy, Katie. I, mm, 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 I want to... I want to punch you so bad right now. <laughs> so, any any last words for George? George truly was was a delight and I think exactly the presence this season needed. Mm-hmm. I think we need to acknowledge sometimes he made us uncomfortable. But I think he, at his best, was so much fun, was exactly the tone that Dancing with the Stars was really aiming for in these first two seasons. Mm -hmm. He was a slam dunk contestant. Slam dunk. Absolutely. The nice thing, we will get to talk about George for just a few sentences in a little bit, but we'll get to that when we get to it. All right. Let's move on to the next contestant that we are saying farewell to before the finale, before the final hurdle. It is Real Housewife, Lisa Rinna. Yes, Katie? It's difficult to have to talk about her. Not in the finale. Right? Hey, Katie, can I ask you? Who who, who shouldn't be in the finale? Drew Lachey. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Jerry Rice. Okay. Okay. We will put a pin in that because I am not... I, I have a lot of really conflicting thoughts and I need yeah. to just focus on how much it sucked saying goodbye to Lisa. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I would just like to, I'm, I want you to put a bow on what you just said that you don't want Jerry in the finale. And I just want you to keep this. I want you to keep this for the rest of this episode. Maybe you might need to keep it till next week. I need you to tone it down a little bit. Okay, Christopher, just a little bit. Cotillion, I will never. Lisa Renna is what we're talking about right now. Lisa was robbed. Lisa was robbed. Justice for Lisa. I don't think there will ever be a time in my life that I will be against Lisa Renna. I think we will always think of her as a hero. I think we will always think of her as a good person. Are you, are you doing a bit? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I was like, no, but sure. Like maybe in Dancing with the Stars context, sure. Um, okay, her quick step was not like my favorite. Oh, I hated dance. it. 
<laughs> I don't know that I could say I hated it, but like I, I really do think it was so deceptively fast because I started to write down they should be moving quicker, but then I focused on just watching their feet and like their feet were moving really quickly. That's a really good point because for a lot of it, I agreed. I thought it felt very sluggish mm-hmm. and then it picked up in terms of how far they were moving, mm-hmm. how much they were moving their feet. So I think you're right. It is, it was deceptive, but they got saddled with, amongst other things, a terrible song. They were doing a quick step to nine to five. Yeah. They were saddled with the, and I don't think this is even a competition and there have been some bad ones this season. The worst dress of the entire season. You didn't love that pale pink feathered whatever the heck that was. In a quick step to nine to five. Yeah. You know, that song was constantly talking about the upper class and elegance and grace. Everything that I hated about the dance, I think, came from not the dance or Lisa and Louis themselves. Agreed. But I hated it. I, I, don't, I can't say that I hated the dance overall, but like, yes, 100%, everything that was negative about the dance was not mm-hmm. the actual dance. Yeah. Hated might be strong, but it's just because it You're felt like, I'm, well, A, I'm fired up against <laughs> you. Um, but also, I think it's because, because there was such a disconnect between what they were doing and then also what they were limited into doing yeah is is what made it so frustrating yeah. they get a good score on the dance mm-hmm. but it felt like lisa was being held back it felt like her feet had to do a lot more work because of everything else that was going on and then when her feet were covered by a long dress it just it was there was a lot of things working against them it was a dance that i'm happy to forget mm-hmm. yeah i i did like I did like Bruno's specific comment to her. He called her my fair Lisa. And I was very into that. (laughs) One of the only times where Bruno has been a positive thing in these episodes. Do you want to get into Bruno now? Should we, should we tear into Mr. Tonioli? Maybe. Bruno has no sense of rhythm of like when he should talk and when he shouldn't. Yep. Um, he loves to interrupt. Uh, he loves to just fight with people for seemingly no reason on the judges panel. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but Bruno in season two has not been, not been great. <laughs> well, and what's odd is, you know, we went from season one where Tom was really limiting the the judges comments so maybe we didn't get to see enough of bruno so i don't know if bruno felt like i you know i need to do more to be memorable or i don't know what i don't know what his motivation was behind his behaviors but it was it was weird it was bizarre and there were i mean i don't remember who it was but it was the first dance of the night and len went first and then bruno just launches into his comments and tom and carrie Ann were like no it's carrie Ann's turn now <laughs> like you don't get to speak yet like it was just he was weird this season i don't like it it's not fun to watch no and i mean he is very animated and fired up 
every time that he like is trying to talk is trying to do these things but it just makes the whole rhythm of the judges panel feel aggressive and feel off kilter and it's not it's not good it's not helpful so for shame bruno i hope you get better next season amen bruno (laughs) or we'll fight you bruno chris let's join forces and be friends again and we'll fight against bruno Doing like West Side Story choreography, doing snaps really works in a in an audio medium. You can't see, but we're now doing arm gestures too. <laughs> if would we if be... we were if we were in a production of West Side Story, <laughs> who would you play? Keep oh, in I mind, mean... keep in mind, you are a white girl. Keep that in mind. Well, I'd, be, I'd have to I'd have to be ginger. Okay. You know, I'd have mm. to be. Who would you be? I don't think you're Tony. I don't mean that negatively, but I don't think you're Tony. I, I did sing Something's Coming in college for like one of my songs that I had to do one semester. I did that song. And I think it's very good for me. Um, yeah, I'm probably aged out of Tony by now, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a shame. So I mean, I'm I'm too young to be to be Krupke or the other guy. <laughs> I would I hate know. you as Krupke. But I mean, a what do what do they do? Um, Lieutenant Shrank, that's the other one. Um, it, like I know again, I'm I'm too old to actually be in West Side Story. But whoever really cares about ages when people are casting West Side Story? Yeah. I don't think Looking I would at you, be a, Steven Spielberg. I don't think I'd be a terrible riff. No, I don't think I think you'd be a good riff. Thank you. You're so <laughs> welcome. Keep that in mind when we come to blows later this episode. I mean, you already told me I couldn't be Tony, so. Okay. Before we move on, let's say <laughs> this is about to be a dumb statement considering West Side Story. Let's say race is not an issue. <laughs> Who would you most want to play in West Side Story? Gender, Anita. Is, gender is also not an issue. Anita. Okay, great. I would also like to play Anita. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you over that. I know I, you do. <laughs> the only thing, the stage version of America is so bad. The stage Never. version, the like, Bernardo's not in it. What? Okay, There's we just... can't, we can't get into this. We can't <laughs> this. This has to be a conversation for when we're not recording a podcast episode. Maybe we'll do a special West Side Story edition of Dancing if with anyone, the Stars. If anyone would like to hear Chris and I talk about West Side Story for five hours, please comment and let us know and we will give you everything you've ever wanted. If you want to support us directly on Anchor, that's a thing you can do. You can pay us to do a special West Side Story edition. Perfect. Okay. What were we talking about? Lisa. Lisa and Louie. Lisa and Louie. How did we get to where we currently are? I don't know, but we were talking about Lisa and Louie. Okay. So in conclusion, quick step 27. She made it through, but was in the bottom two. Yep. 
So then we come to the semifinals. Uh-huh. Lisa performed first a foxtrot to Fever uh, for a score of 26. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, feelings, opinions about how the dress didn't work for the dance? Okay, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. This comes with a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I recognize that that was not the best dance, and I recognize mm-hmm. that there were issues, and I, I know that she got off for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I loved that dance like it truly you and i have talked about this before um where you just have dances where like you are transported to Mm -hmm. a different time and place and you just feel nothing but like happiness and joy and that is exactly how i felt in her foxtrot and like i smiled i almost like teared up but it wasn't that sweet of a dance like it just made me feel so happy so those are my thoughts and feelings. Yeah, for me it was it was good. It it like I thought she improved over the course of it. Yep. Yep. There definitely were some stumbles, some issues in the beginning, mm-hmm. and as things were going along, it got better. She got more confident. I just could not get over once again. Here we're doing a fox trot, a very like 30s, 40s, 50s sort of feel to mm-hmm. the song Fever in a very traditional jazz style. Mm -hmm. Louis is in all white with tails. Yeah. So what do you put Lisa in for this very 30s, 40s, 50s thing? Like a 70s bright blue, like disco dress. Yeah. What a choice. What a good job, costumers. I loved it though. I really did. I loved the dance. I don't know what it was about it. It just, it, I, adored it and Len said um it was a dream to see and a joy to behold and I was like Len you just summed up all of my feelings for me the dream the joy to behold was their cha-cha to material girl oh really? I, I thought that was easily their best dance I thought it was one of the best dances of the season it was so underscored. I I was shocked. I would agree it was underscored. Um, I don't know if it was because I had felt so many feelings in the Foxtrot that mm-hmm. like I it wasn't my favorite dance of hers. Um I love that we feel the same way about opposite dance. Yeah. Like, it was good. This dance, I wrote down, like, this dance just seemed so natural to her. And true Lisa, I would say that she owned it. She owned it. And, like, it just, it. she she really felt like she was so confident this week, whether mm-hmm. she really was or not. Like, she just seemed to go out there and absolutely own both of those dances. Like, I did not see nerves. I, I saw nothing but confidence. Well, I think she had nothing to lose. Because she did seem, she seemed a little bit thrown by the fact they were in the bottom two the week before. Mm -hmm. And I think they then knew going into the semifinals, they were in danger. Mm -hmm. And so it became a, well, I would be heartbroken if we do not make it to the finale. But it is a distinct possibility. So we have to go out here like we have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. But 
I I agree. She owned it. She looked like she was having so much fun. She danced it incredibly well. I thought it was fun watching Louis as well because yeah. he was dancing the heck out of it, but was never out dancing her. That's something that like sometimes we we talk about like a partner out dancing their star that they are kind of giving it their all and just makes it clear like this person is a professional and their partner isn't. Louis was dancing so hard, so well, but not to a distracting point against Lisa. And maybe some of that is that she was dancing very well, Mm -hmm. but they just looked so in sync as a partnership, Mm -hmm. so much fun. So when it got a 27, a 27, which is a great score, three nines, I was just like, that was a 30. That was a 30. I think it was a 32. A 30 comma T-O-O, not a... Three two, I would have. You know what? I would have been fine with a thirty-two. <laughs> I thought it was a great dance. Yeah. And if those three stolen points stole the finale from Lisa, then how dare they? How dare they? She received a score of fifty-three over the Latin and ballroom rounds of week seven. But again, that wasn't enough. Um, you know, wasn't enough to beat somebody that she had a 12-point lead over. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Lisa should have been in the finale. I know it's too early to say this, but Katie, I would just like to remind you that you have been here for him all season. Oh, You wanted this. You wanted this. You wanted this. Okay, well, first of all, I didn't know Lisa was going to be, like, the freaking dark horse of the season and, like, completely win me over. So that's my uh, flipping. I, be- I believe I made it very clear that that was how it was in the first episode of this season. No, you did I didn't I, know. I, I didn't know. I, I believe I kind of said you this thing. Like, I remember why I fell in say. love with her. So I made it clear, like, Lisa is great. And I've been anti-Jerry this whole time. And you didn't listen. I thought that Jerry, I told you this. I thought Drew and Jerry were on like the same level. Like I thought. like Which they I, never were. Listen to me. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. When I think of, when I think of season two of Dancing with the Stars, I think of Drew and Jerry. I never think of Stacy. I never think of Lisa. I have never watched season two, but I knew that Jerry and Drew both came from it. So I thought that it was like, it's always going to be Drew and Jerry and Drew and Jerry. And my fool would that jerry didn't live up to the hype but that's not my fault so in conclusion any final thoughts on lisa i love her i love her and i adore her and she should have been in the finale and it's a shame and lisa i will send you a gift basket with the kim richards bunny in it and i will send my condolences Truly, Lisa is one of the delights of season two. She goes on a real emotional journey. She goes on a real hair journey. She just is so much fun, even when she is saddled with terrible packages. Like the one with her and a, like, person teaching her how to be more formal. What a stupid package. Oh, but we did get to see Lois, and I love Lois. Her mother, Lois, Mm -hmm. is featured on Real Housewives, and it was, oh, I love Lois. It was so nice to see her. 
it would have been really nice if Lisa had shown us her girls before the end of her time. <laughs> I'm talking about her daughters. I'm talking about her daughters, guys. Not her girls. Her, her girls. <laughs> you know? For the listener, Katie is gesturing towards the center area of the top half of her body. <laughs> is that a terrible description? That's no, perfect. <laughs> uh, Lisa Rinna, we hardly knew ye. Except we knew ye quite well. We came to love ye. And I'm sure we'll never come to dislike ye in future reality show history. We shouldn't have done the order that we agreed to do. Because do you know who we have to talk about next? Oh girl, I am ready. Before we talk about the person Katie is worried about. In week six, this is the order we're doing doesn't matter. <laughs> we're all over the place here, folks. Um, just so it's out of the way, there was a group Viennese waltz. Nothing yeah. really notable. George Hamilton was great. He was the star. Now we get to talk about him again. George wanted to go to the bar. George took his pants off. Jerry wasn't there. So, I mean, it was a great segment. <laughs> that was mean. <laughs> um who did you think was the most impressive in the group viennese waltz lisa renna and i agree lisa was my favorite same same the like everyone did lifts obviously because mm -hmm. they could this time but i loved i mean i i guess it is a lift but movie held her by one arm and one leg and spun mm -hmm. her around and it was elegant it was gorgeous yeah they gorgeous. did that like floor sweep that sometimes they'll yeah. do with like one person's leg is still on the ground so they don't count it as a lift which we'll see all the time in the future um mm -hmm. the one couple that did not do a lift were george and edita who just did like a comedy bit with their solo <laughs> george did the chicken dance i think <laughs> it was so weird yeah it was it was a thing that happened it was a choice um everyone's dress was great except for one do you know who had a horrible dress no, who? Did you not notice Cheryl's, like, bright blue feather dress? No. Oh, it was horrible. Really? So many bad feathers, these episodes. Which is a shame. Well, no, it's not. But I'm gonna say that it's a shame. I mean, it, I don't really... I don't think of feathers as a Dancing with the Stars costume staple. No. I think they tried it in the season and then they said, mm, that's not quite working. Let's go to sequin instead. And I mean, the only feather dress I can think of that I'm just like, yes, that's a great feather dress is a Ginger Rogers dress when they do cheek to cheek. Um, but that's not Dancing with the Stars. And we only talk about Dancing with the Stars on this episode. Correct. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to I'm trying to stall us. Are you ready? Do you want to do it? Or do you do you want to put do you want to save it for the end? Do you want to keep this angry energy and just pretend to keep buttering each other up? I think we do it. Okay. Because we thought it would be good to end with P and that was not a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry is not P. Jerry is not P. 
okay, so stop giving me that face. Jerry is not P. So I think we should just move along to Jerry. In week six, Jerry and Anna dance a Paso Doble. They get a 23. Um, I liked that their package was promoting the Super Bowl that had happened earlier that week. Um, the last Super Bowl that aired on ABC. So I'm guessing that's why they felt comfortable talking about the Super Bowl a lot in this episode. Mm hmm. It made me like him more, though, because he's so sweet with his friends, or his fans. He is very charming in the packages. Yes! It's why he's going to be a great member of the Dance Center team. Mm-hmm. With somebody on his dance level, Kenny Mayne. Okay. Okay. A little too far. I feel like you need to calm down a little bit. If last season we had an episode where you got vindication, I get vindication this time and you are refusing to accept it. You are refusing to accept the fact that you have been wrong. What exactly have I been wrong about? You have loved Jerry Rice. You have been all about him. I earlier this season was like, I'd be fine getting rid of Jerry because his dance skill is not on the same level. And you were like, no, we love Jerry. He's so great. It would be horrible to lose him. You would get rid of Jerry. Was I wrong? But you were wrong when it was like, let's lose Jerry over like Tatum O'Neill. And, like, maybe purely based upon dance ability, you were I right. Maybe I, based I, purely upon, upon dance ability, you were right. But as far as, like, his persona and his charisma, okay, you know what? Actually, now I'm a little bit fired up now that I'm thinking about this. Actually, I just kind of, like, leveled up a little bit there. When you think of John O'Hurley, who lost the charisma and who turned into a bit of an a-hole jerry didn't have that that is why i got the vindication <gasps> that i deserved oh. jerry is jerry is <laughs> okay. not an a-hole oh oh let me just say no you are wrong you are so wrong because think about how many people have gone on on their fan favorite personalities on how hard they try, on just how delightful and funny and so likable they are in their packages. Like, think about David Ross. Aren't you so glad that David Ross, a fan favorite, people loved him. People found him so charming. He never became an a-hole because he just was like having fun. Aren't you so glad he almost won that season? Didn't you love David Ross, Katie? I never liked David Ross from the jump. I never thought that his personality oh, was that but wonderful. but the fans loved him. I'm not talking about the fans. I'm talking about me. I like Jerry. I like his personality. I think he's a gentleman. I think he oozes charisma. And I think he's just a hardworking man who's trying to do the best that he can. I can't wait to talk about week seven then. Can't wait to talk about it. So... They dance a Paso. Anna does some great cape work with Jerry's jacket before he puts it on. I want you to lose some of the attitude out of your voice, Christopher. I will I will not. Um, he had decent posture in this dance. I'll give him that. I think his limbs 
are a little bit lanky for a pasta that he didn't yeah. always know what to do with them. He looked like he was squatting for quite a bit of, mm-hmm. like, you know, to keep, like, her... Which happens. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, But it just... It, it wasn't super strong in the top half of his body. I agree. I don't think he... I, I don't know if it's because he's just not an intense person. But, like, you have to think of... I don't really want to make this comparison. But you have to think of the intensity that, like, Drew brings to the mm-hmm. dances. And, like, it's it's intense. And he just doesn't seem to have that in him. And I don't... That is a personality thing mm-hmm. that he just can't quite channel it. I will say, it might be... I, I hate to use this excuse that so many athletes use over the course of Dancing with the Stars. Um but we've had a lot of athletes talk about how they are not performers, that that's mm-hmm. not something that comes naturally to them. And that level of strength in your whole body, not just on your face, but in every movement that you do is in part performance. And if it doesn't come naturally to Jerry, it doesn't come naturally. It does affect the way he dances and the way he looks. But I mean, the judges gave him a 23. They didn't hate it. I agreed with the score, you know, mm-hmm. it, it didn't pop it. Did, he didn't hit the moves the way that I wanted him to hit the moves. Again, a little surprising that Lisa had four more points than him from the judges ended up in the bottom two. He didn't, but clearly the audience loves him. So let's talk about week seven when I think the audience clearly clearly should love him from this episode the way he comes across he and anna both in week seven just come across as beacons of positivity of delight of graciousness of a real humbleness they they're it just everything's great with jerry in week seven we love it it's very clear why he makes up such a big point gap I get it. I get it, Katie. Your feelings on Jerry are clouding the way that the episode plays out. I disagree. So can I talk through my perspective? Can I caveat mine and then you can go in? Absolutely. So in this week seven episode, each contestant only gets one package for both of their dances. Mm -hmm. Um, Jerry's package is another spouse one. Um, Jonathan comes in to uh, kind of help Jerry, as does Anna's mom. She is incredible. Jonathan is really good with Jerry. It's a very fun package. It's fun to see Jerry, like, joke with Anna's family. Mm Mm-hmm. So once again, he comes off very well in the pre-recorded package. All right. How would you like to share your perspective on Jerry Rice's episode seven? So I think in the package, he looks incredibly defeated. And he seems very, um, he's got like a good nature about it where he's like, I'm just going to keep working because that's all that I can do. But like, 
the tone that he uses when he says everything is just sad. Like, it it was hard. I literally wrote, it's sad seeing him so defeated. In that package with Jonathan and Irina. Why do you think he is so defeated? Because he feels like he cannot get a good score out of the judges. Anna and him both say, no matter what they do, they cannot please the judges. Which was a I was like, okay, I think we're being a little dramatic here. But that was that was their feelings. That was their feelings. Okay, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you, Katie Clay, a question? Yes. Do you think their previous dances have been underscored? Do you think he has been noticeably underscored? Not noticeably. I think that there are times where the judges are harsh. And they don't need to be harsh. But are their scores reflective of that? I think the geriatric dance. Okay, yes. But we've said the comments have at times no, those, been harsh. I think that dance was underscored. You're still wrong about that one. So, okay, so one dance, they have deserved better scores from the judges, allegedly. So are you saying that that justifies, that justifies him being like, we can't please the judges because we've been doing so well and have been improving so much and we're getting underscored every time. Is that what you're saying? They are being underscored and he has improved noticeably and incredibly that he is at the same level as everybody else there. Is that what you're saying, Katie? I'm saying that he feels like he cannot please the judges and is he is he correct is he justified in feeling that or does he need to get a grip on himself and realize that you know what the judges are justified you know what you want to know something i hope that our viewers crucify you for six weeks and then you tell me how that feels (laughs) that's what i hope happens they have been i think Other than the geriatric comment, they have been really kind to him. They have been like, "You, the crowd loves you. You are giving it your all. This is something that doesn't come naturally to you, and we're really proud of you. And then they give him a score that he deserves. Do you think that there has been very much constructive criticism given where, like, this is what you need to do to improve upon things? I don't know that it has. Also, I would like to point out, too, I don't want to be, like, having to go this hard at bat for Jerry. I'm, I said he doesn't deserve to be in the finale. So I don't like that I have to, like, field these questions and do all of this, like, you know, smoking mirrors. Because you have defended him before. You have been feeding into the exact thing he's complaining about now. Because you're like, I like Jerry. He's trying his best. He's delightful. And I'm like, great. All of that means nothing if you are not getting, like, dancing is still not natural to you and you still should not be in the finale. But you are. 
well, it doesn't feel fair that I can't change my mind at this point after seeing all that I've seen and going into this without knowing anything, why I can't be like, I still like Jerry, but yeah, he doesn't deserve to be in the finale and why that can't just be okay. I don't get why you are attacking me personally. I didn't drown your puppies. I didn't, I'm not your dad's new girlfriend. Why am I getting attacked? Okay, Katie, I will, I will lighten up on you. If you will do me one thing. What? I would like you to repeat this sentence. I, Katie Clay, have always been wrong about Jerry Rice. (laughs) That doesn't feel fair either because he's been likable the entire time. Okay, then I will continue to be harsh on you. I also think you're wrong about this week seven, but you go ahead. So you think he feels defeated in the package, which, you know what? I can accept. He does seem frustrated that they're not scoring higher. We can disagree on if he's justified in that. Yeah. But okay. Okay. So he feels defeated. Mm Mm-hmm. They do this hot mess of a tango. It's horrible. It is so bad. It's horrific. It like from start to finish. And let me just say, I understand why Anna wanted the wine so bad. <laughs> yeah, they they use props. Uh, Anna has like a wine glass that she's like pretending to drink out of. Later in the dance, she like reaches out after it inexplicably jerry starts off like with a broom and is sweeping things he's in a horrible coat that they take off um they're dancing to one way or another you know that song that often makes me think god i really want to tango to this right now yeah it's a tango (laughs) again it's like this there was there were a lot not a lot there were a decent amount of dances this season where it felt like the song choice limited what they could do yeah like it it did but not even, work but even like the concept that anna ends up going with is also inexplicable and makes no sense and the almost makes it worse in between them and like it it was a hot mess of a tango the only way the broom would have worked cuz there was a version that i was like okay they're about to put it in between them are they going to use this sort of as a fake way to improve his posture and they're using it as a crutch, but also trying to incorporate it into the dance. And no, it doesn't even do that. It, no. it serves no purpose. It doesn't make it look any better. No. Um, it, so, I mean, like Lisa's nine to five dance, they are hampered by a couple decisions made likely outside of their department. Mm-hmm. But some of the things that they do with what they're given are make it even worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's so bad. It's overscored, and it gets a 20, and it's overscored. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, I can agree with that 100%. So, now, can I ask you another question, and this I'm not necessarily mad at you about. Okay. So, the judges kind of start lighting it up. And the way the judges talk about it seems like the score is going to be lower than it is. Mm-hmm. And Anna gets mad. Oh, Yeah. Anna starts firing back so hard at the judges Mm -hmm. and is like talking, is explaining things. And she basically at one point, like, Len's like, that was not a proper tango. And Anna's like, 
you're like yeah it wasn't it, like basically says it wasn't but we're doing this for the fan yeah. like people love this were the judges wrong <laughs> did she have any no like she had no justification to be mad i'm just like anna you cannot believe what you're saying i wonder if she was mad though because she's like we did what george did we brought out the props like we you know we made it theatrical so it's like i wonder if maybe she was but again it comes down to like the execution of it and the judges mm -hmm. say he's not george he's not theatrical like it didn't work the way that she wanted it to so it almost feels like she threw in props and threw in these things and then was mad that they weren't getting the same comments that george got but it's like he's not george they're not gonna like what he's doing and there it's very clear there is a difference between george like you said is so theatrical mm -hmm. but it seems very purposeful that you can figure out what they're saying with these props that they are doing a story why is jerry sweeping and why is anna drinking nobody knows <laughs> how do those two things go together and how does it go with one way or another? We're going to have to ask Anna next week when she comes on the podcast to fi finally explain everything. And I want to make it clear because I know I kind of lumped Anna in with like being unpleasant in this episode. And yes, mm -hmm. her being mad in a way that's like, Anna, you have no legs to stand on. Why are you angry right now? Is mm -hmm. not a good look for her. I do love how fiery she is mm -hmm. in general. So I do love Anna. And this is not me saying I hate her in a way that maybe I dislike her contestant. But I just want to caveat that in case she's listening and wants to come on our podcast. We'll <laughs> um, see you next week, Anna. <laughs> okay. The rumba. So this rumba uh, gets straight seven. So it gets to 21. Katie. You texted me. Yeah. You texted me something you would not say on the podcast. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm putting you on blast, girl. I stand by it. <laughs> Katie thought this rumbo was sexy. I absolutely... Sexy, sensual. I felt awakened for the first time in a rumba. I loved it. I was so over it. I I hated it. I was over it. I, okay, I didn't hate the dance. I didn't hate the dance. But he has such an upper body stiffness that, like, even when he was doing, like, he had some hip action going. And yeah, just... he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and the entire movement of his upper body, I was just like, no, it's not working. I was, like, fully into it. But then... Here's where I'm just so mad at you because you're like, I'm into it. It was sexy. And then backstage, Jerry's like, I disagree with Len saying I'm the worst person left in this competition. Was I'm... it even backstage or was it, it was to the judges. Oh, it was to, oh, you're right. It was to the judges. And yeah. I was, I was livid because all I could think was, okay, so Jerry is saying he is not the worst person left in the competition because... He is working so hard because this doesn't come naturally to him. And he's working so hard. Is no one else? Is, is he working harder than anybody else? Is he saying that nobody else is working hard? 
They all are. They all freaking care. Lisa is talking about how heartbroken she will be because she feels like there's going to be things left on the table if they do not make it to the finale. And Jerry is like, well, I'm working hard, so that makes me the best person left. I've already won. I am the best person. Cool, Jerry. Cool. Congratulations. You're still a bad dancer. I hate you so much right now. I am like, uh, I am just like seeing red about you just like sitting there giggling, laughing. And I'm just like, you are the thing I hate. <laughs> I'm literally crying. I'm laughing so hard right now. I'm crying I'm from... I. I'm, I'm crying from anger. More and more angry and more and more upset as I just sit back and don't have to say a word to get you that worked up. So let me ask you, let me ask you, Katie, is, is he not the worst because he works hard? Here's the thing. I'm not Jerry's spokesperson. Do I agree with like the arguments that he was making not really but like does he have i i think what he he didn't say it right but i think he just wants to be recognized as like as working hard they are they are even even in these ones they're like we understand you are putting forth the effort we can see it it's just not happening on the dance floor like you're putting in the effort but it's not turning you into the best dancer that you want to be. We know you're working hard. We know this isn't coming naturally, but, but it does, it doesn't look the way we want it to. And we are going to continue to score it low. So please tell me him looking at the judges, tell me looking at the judges and saying, Len, you are wrong. I am not the worst dancer. I am working so hard. Tell me that is not a moment where his personality curdles into being an asshole. No, I think it propels him into the finale. I think the judges saying what they said and him, like, calmly, almost meekly. Calmly? Meekly? He literally, he's like, I have to disagree. I have to disagree with what you're saying. Like, that's how he I, says it. That's how he says it. How can you argue with me about that? That's literally the tone of voice that he uses. I I think that's Jerry's tone of regular tone of voice. That he's a meek, mild-mannered man who got himself in too deep. I, I, I don't just feel think like... that is the moment that it truly curdles into something horrible but i don't disagree with you i think he still had fans that were like no we love him because we know john o'hurley won the dance off even after becoming a monster (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think it curdles the way that you do i don't think he's making the right arguments i don't think he's saying it the best way but I don't think that it makes him into a monster. I don't think that it 
I don't think that people look at that and go, oh my God, I can't believe that he would fire back at the judges. I think people are like, you know what? Good for him for standing up for himself. Samantha says it. Samantha's wrong. <laughs> Everyone's wrong but you, huh? Tell me. Tell me that nobody else is working hard, that nobody else I don't cares about know. It. I don't know that nobody okay. is working as hard Can as I that. ask you this then? And I know. I know you are mad that Jerry did not go and Lisa went. I know that you agree with me on this point. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to... <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm putting you on blast for an opinion you don't have. Okay. But. So Jerry says, well, I am working so hard mm -hmm. and I deserve to continue on. I'm not the worst person. Mm -hmm. Lisa goes home. Was Lisa just not working as hard? Did she just not care as much as Jerry Rice? I don't know because I wasn't in the studios. Okay, but from watching the show, do from you get that impression? Show. No, I don't get that impression. No, Lisa cares just as much. She yeah. cares. She's talking about all these things and people are like, you know what? Fine, Lisa can go because you're right. Jerry Rice does care more than her. He is working harder than her. So we'll keep voting for him because he's the best, most charming. We he's love got... Jerry. Can't wait till he wins. When he wins this season, I am just going to sit here and sit here. He's got more notoriety than her. That's not his, like, I don't get, I, I understand because, like, I agree with everything that you're saying, but apparently I'm Jerry's number one defender and you're making me into something that I'm not and whatever. But, like, I... I think people just see him, like, he's known as, like, the charming, everyday kind of guy, and people just probably don't know Lisa the way that they know Jerry. You have to think, realistically, like, let's just think for a second. Let's say you and I are a married couple. Many have said we are a married couple. That would be... Listeners of this... <laughs> Listeners of this podcast... Get the sense that we're a married couple from the way that we go at it, you know, just our, our love for each other. So you like professional football. I care less about professional football. I like dancing with the stars. You hear that this professional football player that you love is on dance. You hear that the Chicago Bears quarterback, I don't even know what his name is, is on dancing with the stars. You and I watch together. And then I'm like, you know what? I love having my husband do this thing with me. I'm going to go vote for Jerry. Here's the thing I hate the most. Besides me. Maybe it's my own fault. <laughs> it, it might be my fault. Okay. I have taken an opinion that is the correct one. You agree with me. And somehow I have turned into the villain. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, he's just being so mean. He can't be right. And you, you have painted me as like, oh, you're just like going too far. You're like making me the bad guy, even though I don't even believe all these things. I'm like, okay, so you've turned me into the villain. And I've I been right. I don't think you're the villain. I don't think you're the villain. I think Jerry is the villain. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you know what? We can just erase everything that's been said before. And let's just quick summarize, Jerry, and we'll keep this part in the episode. You won't have heard any of the rest of it. Katie, do we like Jerry Rice anymore? Kinda. That's not the right answer! 
<laughs> I still like him. I don't hate him. Okay. I hope he wins. What worries me is I think what we're about to talk about next is not going to make you like me anymore. Katie, what the fork? <laughs> So Jerry's in the finale. That's our first Yay. person in the finale. Go Jerry. I, Jerry, Chris, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Chris and I are both upset that Jerry made it to the finale. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on to our next contestant in the finale. It's teeny tiny Drew Lachey. Oh, I, I didn't even see him there. All right, uh, in week six, Drusuf dances a tango with Cheryl. Their package, okay, let's be honest. The packages have gotten increasingly stupid over the course yeah. of this oh, season. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. In this one, uh, Drew's brother and wife come to say, hey Drew, we gotta watch the Super Bowl. Stop practicing, come watch the Super Bowl with us. The Super Bowl means a lot to our family. Okay. It's so dumb. It's yeah. so dumb. So the dance. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Katie. Are you actually? So this no. is what No. No. <laughs> no. So this is the moment I have actually been dreading the most. No! Katie! Fine. Do it. Do it. Say it. Go I'm like, ahead. I'm almost in tears right now. Um, Drew dances a tango. I don't like the song choice. I don't remember what the song was, but I didn't like the song choice. It's Shut Up by the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. You're, okay. Yeah. The song's not great. The song's horrible. So Drew dances a do you need so, do you need your charger for yeah, real? I do. Okay, get it. Katie is currently getting her charger, and I'm gonna continue talking so she doesn't have a chance to rebut. She is wrong, and she's going to be wrong. <laughs> anyway, uh, while Katie is back, so let's hear from her what she feels about this tango. What's funny is like I can read I'm half deaf so I can read lips really really well and I don't know what you said because I wasn't looking for all of it but I know that you said she's is wrong and has always been wrong. So Drew dances a tango to shut up by the Black Eyed Peas. He was smooth. Hear me say that. It was lacking partnership. There was no passion between them. I think it was lacking that signature Drew. And this was probably my least favorite dance of his. And I think a lot of it had to do with the song choice. Judges raved. I disagreed. It scored a 30. I disagreed. The song is bad. I think you are wrong about their partnership. I think they had a great connection. I thought they were very in sync in emotion, in the movements. I thought rather than it being smooth, I thought it was sharp. I thought it was executed with such intensity. Um, 
that even with the stupid song and the stupid package before it, they just came out firing on all cylinders. I thought it was great. My one comment in it that I wrote before I realized I was doing a bit, I wrote down, I wish he could just extend his legs more. And then I thought to myself, there's no more leg to extend. <laughs> Why is there no more leg to extend? Because he's itty bitty. Um, and as a whole, I just, I loved the thing. I gasped at that final pose that she like spins over and he catches her under her shoulders. And she's like 45 degrees looking at the ground, like her leg up. I was just like, yes, give it to me, Cheryl and Drew. I thought it was great. I felt nothing. I felt no connection. And you handled this so much better than I thought you would. But that's because it's like we said, sometimes we connect to the dances. Now, when once you explained your opinion and you were like, it was fine, but it didn't do a lot for me. I was like, okay, I can accept that. If you had come out here saying it was actively bad and let me tell you why it was actively bad, then I would have been like, let's go. But if we're fighting over a dance, that happens. If we're fighting over the worthiness of a person, then sure, I will be ready to go. Yeah. So yeah, it just, it wasn't my cup mm -hmm. of tea, you know? It wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, and that I can get behind. I still think and i i stand by me like kind of shouting at the beginning because it is a great dance in my opinion I, but i i can understand and there's not a lot i can do to convince you your feeling is wrong about just how you reacted to a dance <laughs> ignore what i just said because that makes it sound like <laughs> When you tagged on about a dance, that's when I was like, oh, okay, we're fine. But when it was just, I can't tell you your feeling is wrong, I immediately went, oh. <laughs> oh. But it's different. It's different when it's a person. <laughs> that you love. <laughs> yeah, because you shouldn't. I, mm, I can't say that. Here's the problem. We know, I know the finale. I know where everything is going. Katie has expressed that she believes she knows what happens in the finale. That doesn't mean she is correct. Mm -hmm. And who knows how things might turn out. I have the, the ability of hindsight to know these things. And I just want to talk about the finale already, but we can't do that. That's next week. I'm not sure if I need to gird my loins before the finale. <laughs> we'll see we'll see how that plays out if i if i have to be ready to fight in the finale i'm gonna be so furious i don't know if you will or not because i don't know anything about the finale except i know for one dance i'm just saying if if you disagree with me you're wrong shocking <laughs> shocking i've never picked up on that okay we are going so long. We need to we need to pick up the bass, girl. Okay, so then they dance uh, Foxtrot in week seven. That is their mm -hmm. ballroom portion of the night. Mm -hmm. um, the package, I didn't really have any thoughts about the package. It was whatever. 
Yeah. They've made a big deal, both the judges and in the package, about his shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, in the package before their tango, they had this really lovely teaching moment that kind of fixed it. That was a actually really good, a really cool thing. And then it launched into the dumb Super Bowl bit. Mm -hmm. um, in this dance, they like didn't talk about the shoulders in the package. But to me, he needed to have his shoulders back. <laughs> Agreed. A hundred percent agreed. That was like really my only comment on it. Yeah. Um, I thought that he was really good in the dance. I thought he had good frame, but his shoulders did go up at times and he needed to work on his shoulders. Um, but I thought that he had a good persona for the Foxtrot and I thought that their partnership was flawless in the dance. Oh, see, for me, this time their partnership was lacking and I think it's because oh. so little of the dance was in hold. I wanted I so that. much more in hold. I get Foxtrot. You can do things out. You can do yep. things. Big but they, it felt like there were a lot of things that they were doing that weren't connected to what the other person's mo motions, movements and motions were. Um, it, I, I guess part of my problem is on the choreography, but then just in how they were performing, it just seemed very separate. I, I just couldn't couldn't totally get behind the dance that said i love when cheryl extends her legs i love when she like bends her leg at the knee it, it, every little like foot leg motion she does impeccable and we got a lot of that in this dance yeah we did i agree i agree what's a shame is when the when the song started uh it's the song it had to be you there was a part of me that was like, I hope this dance is horrible. So I can say it had to be you more like it had to be ooh. But alas, we couldn't. Missed opportunity. Darn it. Darn it, Drew. Why do you have to be so perfect? I know. Then they did a rumba for their Latin dance to Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> what a great song for a rumba. It was a dance that happened. I mean, it, this was a good dance. Like, I mm -hmm. didn't, I, you know, um, I thought he was really good in it, but I did think that Jerry's was more seductive. I'm going to ignore the latter part of your comment. Um, I think Len said it was intense, which isn't what he wants from a rumba. Not wrong. Um but you're right it's a dance that happened i thought he danced very well it was very strong but i didn't really care which in, in the end is kind of how i felt in general about drew in this week like he's been operating at such a high level he wasn't bad at all he was mm -hmm. he danced very well but there was nothing that got me super excited which is we've talked about this before it's the it's the curse of being somebody who starts off so well. How do you continue to push the envelope and how do you continue to like raise the bar on what you've already done? And Drew didn't in week seven for me, but he's in the finale and it's a good thing. He was talking with Samantha that, you know, he might have some tricks up his sleeve if he's wearing sleeves. 
for the freestyle. That comment happened, and I just immediately was smiling and was like, oh, I know where this is going. Samantha, just you wait. (laughs) Just you wait. Like, I can't wait to... We're going to spend a half hour on that freestyle. Yeah, probably. Tune in next week for our seven-hour finale recap. Three hours fighting about Jerry. At least half an hour on Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Tune in. Um, so over the course of week seven, um, Drew scored a 26 on the Foxtrot and a 29 on their Roomba. Um, so a score of 55. Put them tied on, on the leaderboard at the top with our final contestant of this episode. It is... Katie's favorite, Katie's beloved, the woman Katie c- cannot live without. It's Stacy Keebler. Why do you keep saying this? Do you not like Stacy anymore? Because if you don't, like, I'm really gonna see red. Are you just like goading me? So, in our off pod conversations, every time. Katie brings up Stacy, or I have to bring up Stacy, and we don't talk a lot off pod about things no. that we'll talk about on because we want to save this lightning this in a bottle. <laughs> um, but I have subtly hinted over the past few days when we've been talking in prep, like Katie loves Stacy. Oh, I'm so glad you like Stacy, Katie. Um, and I've done it all just as a bit because I thought it would be funny. God, <laughs> thank. God, I've been so, I'm like, if he trashes her, I'm going, I'm not, like, we're going to have to censor out a lot of what I say. <laughs> I just thought it would be kind of fun. Well, I have lost sleep over it, so I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was worth it. Stacy dances a jive, and all I could think was, oh boy, she mm. better kick those legs. Well... Of course she's going to kick those legs because they're doing it for the troops. Okay, that was, yeah. Like, (laughs) they do a package where they just, like, go to dance for Marines who are, I think... Sure. uh, Were they coming back from Some are coming back, some are getting ready to leave. That's what one of them said, is some are coming, some are going. That's what I thought, but I wanted to confirm. I mean, once again, it's just a useless... A useless package, and that is not a political statement. No. Quiet your quiet your keyboards. No. Um, it is just a comment on, like, do they care about Stacy and Tony coming to, like, show off their jive to them? No, they don't. But, like, <laughs> at the end of uh, their interview with Samantha, Tony makes sure to say, like, we were dancing for the troops. And yeah. I'm like, why is this... This a thing? Yeah. I was really nervous before the jive started because, Katie, in case you did not know, Stacy has these legs that are long. They don't quit. And, (laughs) yes. And I was very concerned about a level of speed and control that she might have on some kicks. I think I have a lot more faith in her than you do because I was like, here we go. She is going to absolutely crush this. 
I know she's good at dancing. She's becoming better than some of our pros. But, <laughs> but she, like, people can be not as good at certain styles. That sometimes you get a style that confounds you no matter how good you are at everything else. And she has been so good at extending her legs and doing these things, but having the controlled, again, the kicks and flicks just worried me. We've seen tall people get befuddled by this dance. Mm -hmm. She was not. She absolutely killed it. She started off the dance in Master P's suit jacket. And then it was good. It She looked good. Yeah. And then tore it off and had like, fringe right our first mm -hmm. good fringe costume and she crushed the dance i without i mean we've said it before i i'm fairly certain actually i'm like 99 certain she does not win season two how does she not win season two she is flawless she's better than drew she is better than drew I agree. I think Drew is like right, like just under her level, but I do think she's a little bit better. She's she is better, a hundred percent. She's better. Um, I know we don't objectify anyone on this podcast. No. I might have written down the comment. She's so hot. Look at her legs. Yeah, she was. She she was so good. She really was, like, just unbelievably good in the jive. Like, she does some splits. She, again, the speed and control on her kicks. Um, she does these, like, leg lifts on the judge's table. Mm -hmm. It's it's impeccable. Mm -hmm. One of the best jives ever on the show. Agreed. Before we move on, we gotta talk Tony. With Samantha, we talk about Tony being the bad boy again. Lol, 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 lol. Tony also has a comment in uh, in the package about holding up the trophy and how he just he can see it. He he's looking forward to holding up the trophy, mm -hmm. or he wants that. Tony is going to have quite a journey to the trophy. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about that. Yep. And I'm... Mm, there, there's an axe hanging over our heads right now. And it just... <sighs> Does she... I feel like she has to crash and burn at the finale. All right. They lead off week seven with a quick step. Mm -hmm. um, they, they score straight nines at 27. Um. Yeah, not a perfect dance. It it just was missing something. I couldn't. I could never really like put my finger on it. They were dancing. You know, they were fast. She was smooth up top. It never looked like her, it was taking a lot of effort. Her arms were kind of weirdly bent sometimes. Okay. For me, but but that was just something small. But yeah, it there was something off. I personally. I know this would not solve the problem. She was in this like nice light pink 
I wanted her in a bolder color. And maybe that would have solved it. That would have solved all our problems. (laughs) So yeah, it was a fine dance. It wasn't her best, like, but it it still was good, you know? Yeah, it it was delightful. It was just missing. But like, I really do think she oozes sweet girl next door. Like she just, I don't even like using the term sweet, but like she is sweet. She is Priscilla. Who's Priscilla? It, they were doing a bit in their package that was never ending about how she had oh, two yeah, different yeah, characters. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And in this dance, she's Priscilla. Yeah, I remember that now. What was the other one? Lola? Lola Something and Priscilla? Like yeah. Um, I didn't write that one down because they never mentioned it except for like once or twice, but they kept saying Priscilla over and over. Yeah. Um. I want your take on the judges fight over Stacy's dance. So Carrie Ann finds herself disappointed by the dance because Carrie Ann says it just felt so safe and Stacy can do more. She needs to like go farther. They needed to push the envelope. They need to go wild. And Len jumps in and is like, no, 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 no. That was a proper quick step they did exactly what they should. Like, are you asking them to do like tricks and things that aren't allowed? Because that's not what they should be doing. But that's what Carrie Ann seems to want. Which way do you fall? I kind of agreed with Carrie Ann. Which I shouldn't. And like, I, I agreed with her and then Len said what he said. And then I was like, Oh no, like I, I do get it. And I'd rather play to Len than I would like to play to the other judges. But I think that there is something because Carrie Ann says, you know, it's, it's more exciting to watch it where you're going, Oh my God, what are they about to do? And can they pull it off? Like, and that's true. That is more enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. But I think Len wants a proper quick step and that is what we should be doing Mm -hmm. i don't know how to phrase this in a way that doesn't contradict myself okay carrie ann's not wrong len is absolutely correct you do need to follow the rules you do need to do a quick step and that's what he wants to see carrie ann is looking for like you do need some excitement you need to thrill you need to make us be like oh boy and i will say this quick step is not one of those that makes me go oh wow i can't believe they pulled this quick step off i mean we've seen lots of dances over time that do follow the proper rules of a dance that still are just like i can't believe they did that and i think maybe that's what they need not to break the rules not to do tricks but yeah, it, this just lacked a wow factor. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a wow factor in this quick step. Um, whereas, like, their jive, that's, I guess that's partly it. it there's just an unknown X factor you need. Because in their jive, for me, it succeeded on the level it did, because I was like, she's about to be a baby deer coming out of the womb with those long legs. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a, how is she going to be able to do this? And she does with yeah. a plum. Yeah. The quick step, there isn't that same level of danger. I don't know I how you it. bottle that. It's it's the Drew problem. 
like but it's, you've attained a level how do you make it exciting when you're just yeah. like wow you're very good i think it's a little bit different than drew but i maybe not maybe it's just because i love stacy so much mm-hmm. and i wanted to i want to defend her i'll defend her the way that you wanted me to defend jerry mm-hmm. so then their second dance their latin yeah. dance yeah. is a cha-cha-cha <laughs> Okay, I need to tell you a stupid story about this. Okay. So they do a cha-cha to Since You've Been Gone. Mm-hmm. So when I, this dance is about to start, and I'm starting to write down my notes. Mm-hmm. And my phone goes buzz, buzz, buzz. And that's when Katie sends the infamous Jerry Rumba So Sexy text. Yeah. So I write down that they are doing a rumba. <laughs> so it starts, and I'm like, this is a really fast rumba and like the whole thing gets done. And I think I have watched a rumba and I was like, I don't know what to make of this. Like we hate rumbas again. We're back to hating rumbas. I was, I was just so confused. I was like, I don't think that was a, like, how was any of that a rumba? How was she cha-cha-cha into a rumba? That makes no sense. I, I was just like, this is so fast like she can <laughs> dance but i don't get it like w- yeah. what was that and then they're like in a cha-cha and i was like wait <laughs> wait back up everybody back up well how did we get here <laughs> so it, you know it was a it was a surprisingly fast rumba for me all right what did you think about their cha-cha um it didn't blow me away she had great hip action um but I agreed with what Kieran said. So, like, there were times where they would show Tony's face, and Tony looked pissed off, which was the the character he was doing, and like it it didn't match what Stacy was doing. And you know, Stacy and Tony say it's the song. It's since you've been gone. We're supposed to be mad, but like it wasn't believable from Stacy. Like I wasn't getting the um, emotion that they were wanting me to get. But I like the dance, and I thought it was a good dance still. I thought that she still crushed it. It just was the face wasn't matching for me. I'll, I will accept, I will accept your opinion. Perfect. For once, I don't have to be the only right one in the room. Such a welcome change. (laughs) So we end week seven, we end the semifinal with Mm -hmm. a final score of our three finalists. Mm Mm-hmm. With 55 and 55 for Drew and for Stacy, 41 for Jerry and Anna. If Stacy does not come in second, I riot. So let's just reiterate. You've probably said this before. What do you absolutely know? going into the season two finale. I absolutely know that Drew performs Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. Like, that's the only thing I know. In my mind, Jerry gets second, Drew gets first. But I don't confidently know that. And if that happens, I will not be pleasant. What do you want to happen? I want Stacy to win. And Drew in second? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So that's what that's how I'm going in the next week is that Stacy Stacy should win, Drew will win, 
Jerry shouldn't be here, but is, and might get second, and I might get upset. That's where my heart is right now. I'm not going to say anything to you. Well, since we're leaving it at that, if you would like to leave us a review, you can. Um, we appreciate there are reviews on iTunes. If you want to leave a review, even just a rating helps more people find it. Um, you can also uh, tweet at us at JMP Pod, or you can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. We love interacting with our fans because we're so charming. We are so charming. America loves us. The we're people charming. love us. We're disarming. And we're just two regular people. We're just trying our best. And you know what? We deserve to be the top podcast because we just work so hard. That makes us the best. Some might say that. Well, Katie, at the end of this marathon, <laughs> the end Diax, of this. I want you to say this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why I, want is that? You to, I want you to start our goodbye because I need to hear those three words, Chris. <laughs> Katie, I feel about you the way that Tony feels about Maria and the way that Jack feels about Rose. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me in my entire life. Chris, I share those sentiments. <laughs> and until next time. Please make sure uh, you can't watch Crumbs anymore because it's canceled. But please watch this rerun of Grey's Anatomy. Do, 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 do. <laughs>